0: Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Hello, ladies. Oh, I am so excited that I have Serene with me again today. We are just so blessed to have her. Now, but she is making a noise. That's her (laughs) drink. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, yes, at the end of uh, last week's party, I mentioned a scripture, but I didn't have the right reference for you, so I must give it that to you. Um, I was talking about how that the Hebrew word for sperm is the word zera, z-e-r-a-h, but it's so amazing that God, in his word, he uses the same word for people. So this was the scripture I was trying to give you. And it was about Jacob coming down from Canaan down to Egypt, uh, where Joseph was going to look after him and his family because of the famine. Genesis 46, 5 to 7, that's the reference and it says, And Jacob rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob their father, and their little ones, and their wives, and came into Egypt, Jacob and all his seed with him. There's the word, zirah, the same word used for sperm. Now, did all these little sperms float down from Canaan? No. They were people. They were his sons and his grandsons, his daughters and his granddaughters, as the next verse says. And it says it again. And all his seed, meaning all his children, from his sons to their children, three generations, maybe more, coming down to Egypt with him. And so we see that the scripture uses this same word for people of all ages. Uh, we see it again, Isaiah fifty nine twenty one, where God says, and this is an amazing scripture for parents, as for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. My spirit that is upon thee and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed. There it is again. And it's just meaning your children. Yes, they started from a sperm. The word zirah, and now the scriptures still calling them zirahs nor out of thy seed's seed or meaning out of thy children's children saith the Lord from henceforth and for ever. what about Psalm 27, 37, 25 I have been young said David and now I am old yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed Zerah but of course meaning children nor his children begging bread Do you remember when God came to Abraham and he told him to come out and look at the stars? And he said to Abraham, well, I think he was Abraham at that time. Look at the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said to Abraham, so shall thy seed be, the word for sperm, but also, for children, it's used hundreds and hundreds and of times in the Bible for people, for little ones, children, teenagers, and adults and so we're reminded again this is how God sees it. He sees that a person begins with the sperm. now, of course, I have to say that the sperm is not the new person. It becomes a new person when the sperm joins with the egg and then it's called a zygote. I don't really like that word, do you? I don't like a lot of these medical words, zygote and oocyte and all these words. I just love what the Bible says. Do you know what the Bible calls a baby in the womb? With child. Mm, when someone is having a baby, it says with child. Mm-hmm. Isn't that lovely? It, oh, just. Yes. I don't want to interrupt You've you. have got to.
1: But I just started um, this interesting thought about where God, you know, you talk about what the Bible calls, you know, um, carrying a baby with child. Uh, an interesting line of thought about when, the Bible says life begins. Of course, we know in the understanding um, now, a science, it's at conception, and also in the Bible, He says He breathes life at conception. But it's so interesting that the um, when when Mary was said, "Okay, don't be afraid. You're you're going to be you're going to be overshadowed with the Holy Spirit, mm. and you're going to be carrying the Son of God." When mm. she conceived life by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Then mm. the angel at the same time says, well, Elizabeth, your cousin is six months mm. with child. Mm. She goes down to Elizabeth mm. and the life inside Elizabeth's womb leaps. And Elizabeth says, what, what honor do I have that the, that my Lord has come mm. to see me? So the Bible calls the baby in her womb already Lord.
0: My Lord. Okay, already
1: Lord. Yes, but, isn't that but amazing? she says, the Bible says he's, she stays with Elizabeth for three months. Mm. So at the time of um, Mary's conception, the angel says, um, Elizabeth, six months. So she goes to Elizabeth. Now she stays with three months um, until, because it says she stays till the baby is born. Mm. Yeah. Which, when he, when it shows the whole, um, so basically when mm. he said, you are now, he basically told Mary, you are now carrying the son of God. That was at the moment. When yes. uh, that was like the first moment, so it was already considered yes
0: to be the son of God. I know, isn't that the amazing? Gen- Like the the time frame was given. Isn't that interesting? It's beautiful, and the facts, Irene, I, I think this is incredible. That my Lord, isn't that revelation that Jesus in the womb, as just many babies are being that aborted? Was, well, even at that before. Time, before yes. that, because yes. she
1: went to Elizabeth. Yes. Elizabeth was six months, and then she stayed three months from there. So at their greeting, yes. um, Mary was it was just a few days from conception. That's right. So that's what I'm trying to say. He's he
0: called Lord. At, right at the beginning, right at the, the conception time. Yes, at the beginning. At the yes, beginning. my Lord. Goodness, not just even a child in the womb, but my Lord. Oh, have you got it, precious ladies? Oh, another little article. I wonder if you noticed it. It was away at the back, in the new issue of Above Rubies 96 on page 28. I have a little article called, What Do You Call a Pregnant Mummy? And I speak here about how the Word of God so often says when a mother is pregnant, she is with child. Now, there are three different Hebrew words that are used uh, to explain with child. And then we go over to the New Testament and there are two Greek words that are used and one of them i love the word brefos that word is used of jesus again it was used of jesus uh, when um let's see okay go over to luke i think here yep. and luke yes let's see um Oh yes, somewhere anyway, it says how that um, she was with child of the Holy Ghost, and and that's the word brephos. And then we come over to chapter two of chapter two of Luke, yes, and uh, verse twelve. And there shall be a sign unto you: ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. So the word brephos was used of a baby in the womb. Now it's used of the baby who's just born. Mm-hmm. And again, in verse 16, you'll find the babe lying in a manger, brevos. Then we go over to Second Timothy 3.15, where Paul is writing to Timothy. And he says, from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. Well, how old was he as a child? Well, I'm sure they began giving the scriptures to him at a very early age. But the same word is used of the baby in the womb to the little baby who's born and now the little baby who's a child. Uh, and, and so we, we're just seeing this, this one in the womb uh, is a child from the time of conception. Isn't it amazing? I know.
1: You know, even when they, you know, Science calls it embryo or whatever, but the child. Yeah. when it, Inside the womb, when it only weighs one thirtieth of an ounce, mm. it has all internal organs of the adult in various stages of development. Um, it has little lips, an early tongue, and buds for 20 milk teeth. Mm. Its sex and reproductive organs have begun to sprout. Yes. Now, I'm allowed to say it.
0: You my,
1: are? Yes. You're allowed? Yes, we're allowed, allowed to say it. Oh, this is unbelievable.
0: Okay, This is the I most incredible a, news. Oh, I've been waiting and waiting and it's waiting. It's your podcast. To, you can say it. No, you're allowed. No, it. I'm going to say mother. it on my
1: potty. You're the mother. I'm only the grandmother. No, you can't say <laughs> only the grandmother. You can say it on your pod and I'll say it on our potty.
0: Oh, well. Oh, oh it is so wonderful. Now, many of you have been those who have faithfully prayed For our grandson, Arden. You know that he did have cancer. God has miraculously healed him. But we thank you for your prayers as we went through uh, those trying and terrible times when he was stage four but God has brought him through but one of the things that we kept crying out to God for as we prayed him through this was that he would not lose his fertility and and when Arden and Esther were married they just longed to have a baby in fact I think they took a pregnancy test on their honeymoon is that right? Brought one. Brought one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they so longed to just have a baby. And yet, of course, they went through all this and stared and have longed and waited and hoped. But now we have the news. They have conceived and they are expecting a baby. September, isn't it, it? Yes. Oh, so God is so. We've God, seen so the little baby faithful. on a
1: sonogram. We've seen the little hands and the little feet and the two eyes and the yes. beating heart. It's unbelievable, yes. and I can't wait. But bringing that all up because the baby, when they had the sonogram, was eight weeks. And yes. reading this book by Randy Alcorn. It says, by eight weeks, hands and feet are almost perfectly formed. And now, Adon Esther are now entering into the ninth week of the baby. They're inside of the ninth week. By nine weeks, a child will bend fingers around an object placed in the palm. Fingernails are forming and the child is sucking his thumb. The nine-week baby has already perfected a somersault, backflip and scissor kick. Ooh. The unborn nine-week baby old baby responds to stimulus and may already be capable of feeling pain. Now, the reason why I want to say that yeah. is because abortions at this time are called early abortions oh. and they're already capable of feeling pain. You've already yes. heard they're doing somersaults and backflips oh, and kicks. Amazing. Putting their hand and closing it around an object. Oh, and I'm saying the only child. difference yes. where we are celebrating all these amazing things that this sweet baby is doing and learning and, and growing in. We're selling a braid it because this baby is wanted. There is no difference mm. with the facts that the baby is the baby to the nine week old baby that's being aborted. The only reason they say it's a clump of tissue is because it's not wanted. But the facts are the facts. And these poor, beautiful ladies are not are being um are being told not to look at the screen yeah. of their baby when they go into these abortion clinics. Why? Because the facts are the facts. Yeah. And and it's just sad because the baby is a baby no matter if wanted or unwanted. Yes,
0: exactly. It is a baby being created in the image of God. And isn't it incredible all the little things that baby is already doing? It's just so exciting and amazing for people to stop the life of this little child is nothing less than murder and we should call it what it is because so, so many things in society now are, are called names to, to lessen what is really happening, but we need to call things what they but I, are. Yes,
1: and I just want to say this too, because this, this is just incredible. You know, after the first three months, nothing new develops or mm. begins functioning. Nothing new it's all happened in the first three months. Yes, it's
0: just growing It's now. just growing. But exactly. nothing
1: new. Yes. It's all done. But we're growing for the rest of our life. Absolutely. So, well, you know, well, the three-year-old isn't fully grown, so we no. just lop its head off. You know, oh. that's the point. Well, yes. God, take the wool off of all of our eyes and yes. society's Lord eyes.
0: God.
1: Because this fully intact mm. child is just, just growing and maturing as it goes yes. through life. And every abortion, unless, you know, life is lost... Lost by miscarriage. Every abortion, it's it's an undisputable scientific fact that it stops a beating heart and stops already mm. measurable brain waves.
0: Yes. Oh, I know, it is just so incredible. So we we've just we're talking about in the this series about changing the world. Dear lovely ladies. You can help change this in our society. I can help it as we stand up for what is truth, as we educate our children in what is truth. We have got to do this, and we've got to be a voice. Just a few more little. And sometimes, thoughts. like yeah. we said
1: yesterday in the party pod, mm. there can only be one party. I know. So I'll <laughs> be the
0: pod. You're the pod. I'm just teasing. Yeah. THM is the party. I'm the pot. <laughs> no, I was just joking. Um,
1: but uh, sometimes it takes opening up your eyes again. Sometimes yes. it takes viewing mm. things that aren't comfortable to view. Mm. I noticed with my children, you know, they would go down to abortion clinics and um, not at all in any um, disruptive, um, awful way, but in a very gentle way, just praying outside of abortion clinics Um and holding up signs that Jesus mm. loves babies, but yes. but but nothing at all um, in any violent way or violent message or anything like that. But um, just, just standing up for life. Yes. But sometimes they get exhausted and say, "Oh, I can't be bothered. I'd rather just hang out, you know, at so and so's house." But after watching Gosnell, yes. all of a sudden that's all they want to do because yes. the reality of yes. it can just kind of fall away from your brain space mm. when you're when you. Even mm. if you're about the work, mm. sometimes you can forget the purpose and the meaning behind the work you, that you're about. Yes. You know, you can be, it's like Martha. She was running around, you know, um, mm. serving Jesus and the disciples. Uh, maybe she forgot what Mary knew, mm. uh, who was at Jesus' feet. Um, so it's great to be about the work of, of life and being an activist for life, but we've got to remember sometimes and re educate ourselves so that there's
0: passion behind it and there's... Yes, we do. We have to keep uh, reminding ourselves and also the fact that we are constantly, uh, well, science is finding out more and more wonderful things and we need to keep re educating ourselves so that we are up with the information so we can share with people. So once again another reminder, don't forget to get Gosnell if you haven't seen it yet and do watch it with your with your children especially your teens and bring in others.
1: And then another thing too, I'm getting my children for um homeschooling to read Randy Alcorn's mm. Why Pro Life? Mm. Caring for the Unborn and Their Mothers and um it's Good. a great read for a girl or for like yes. you know older teen boys and girls, but also um the, I'd get the updated version yes. because it's the updated facts. Yes, yeah.
0: that is so good. Maybe I should get that and have it available through above rubies too. Um, yes, I already. And the have... other
1: thing I loved about it is he goes into also the beginning why abortion, and he goes mm. into the whole um, history uh, about Margaret Sanger yes. and 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 mm. genocide and oh, you know oh my goodness, just the 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 heart behind it. Was evil was the yes. devil was demonic yes. and you know just the, the Nazi whole thing was just a, just a little tiny window into all mm. that that is behind uh, abortion. and the interesting thing he goes and talks about is everyone to these days is about women's rights and women's rights and women's rights, but abortion is actually the most opposing of all women's rights because abortion has and um, abortion has opened up for more female death than ever before, mm, yes. because in India and in China, these nations, they, they want the men to be able to provide. Um, so they, there are more girls killed and murdered through abortion mm, yes. than than boys. Exactly. I think it's like if, if a woman through sonogram finds out she's pregnant with a girl in China and um, India, 80-something percent of them are all
0: aborted. It's horrific, isn't it? it it's just hard to even take in. Yes, I, I just had a few little interesting thoughts. And, Mum, I'm, I'm
1: not going to interrupt because I'm going to go check on my baby, so you're oh. going to be all by yourself for, like, five minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, well, um, you know, I mentioned before that when the 23 chromosomes of the egg or the ovum and the 23 chromosomes of the sperm come together, uh, it's they are yoked, um, and it's called a zygote, and... I was interested to to notice that it actually is a Greek word. It comes from the Greek word zygotis, and which means to join, to be yoked. And, and so, when the ovum and the sperm are yoked together, then they become this living orga- organism. They were living cells, but now that living, it's a living organism which is the very beginning um, of this new life but I was interested I you know it's amazing how you pick up things and uh, I noticed that we have a word in the Bible that's also so similar to zygote and, and it means exactly the same and it's zygos, and it's the word in second Corinthians 614 where it says that we must believers yeah. should not be un equally yoked together uh, with an unbeliever. Um, That's interesting because they use that same word meaning to be joined or yoked together. Uh, Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Yes, and there's lots of types in the Bible. Do you know when... When the egg and the sperm meet, they have found now. They keep finding out new things all the time. It's so, science is so exciting and, and uh, you know, we have to keep up with it because a lot of things that they used to think are no longer valid because they are finding more understanding. But both the ovum and the sperm have a protein around them which helps them come together they didn't have that they wouldn't be able to and after um, you know uh, they've come together then that protein disappears and uh, it's one of the reasons is is that another sperm will not be able to come in and penetrate the ovum and also another thing happens in that the it becomes hardened around the edges Mm. so that no other sperm can penetrate once it is joined together. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting thing, and it just made me think. See, there's little types all the way along in God's plan. And I thought of the type of marriage, how that when a couple are married, when a man and wife come together, from that moment they are yoked. Yoked, Yoked. see, it's the word zygote, it's yoked. They're joined together, they're coupled together in a yoke. And that yoke is not ever to be separated. And around that yoke, mm. like, like the newly formed, mm. uh, it's now a zygote, uh, it, it has this hardening around so that nothing else can penetrate. And this is something we need to know in our marriage, even young mm. couples getting married. Okay, from the day you get married, that is the last day, you just have another special male friend. Oh, of course, you'll have lots of male friends that you enjoy with your husband, along with others, but never on your own. You will never ever go out again with, out to lunch, not to supper, not to have a little afternoon with some other man. No, no, no one ever comes and penetrates your marriage. No, the 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 what what are our marriage vows? Forsaking all others and i just thought there was a little type so that goes amazing. right back to the baby yes. it is amazing you know there's so many types even in the type of god is amazing even in the way he planned the uh, sexual intercourse now the sexual um part of the man it, it It goes forth, it stretches forth and that's who the man is and that's who he is in his life. He's the one who goes forth, he goes out to provide, he is the leader, that's how God has made him. Now, the woman, she embraces the seed and it is taken and hidden in the heart of her being. And this is how God intends her to be in the heart home. It's a picture once again If she is there Now a lot of women don't like to know this But this is God's picture Psalm 128, 3, your wife is like a fruitful vine in the heart of the home. In the heart, there in the home, but not wasting her life. No, she has the greatest career of all time, raising and nurturing and teaching her children and building the nation to be a great nation. But of course, Satan knows all this stuff and he tries to wipe it out, you know. But just interesting Few little so types good. along the
1: way. Hey, another word when you're talking about words. I, yes. I actually I don't remember what it is, but when it says in the Bible um, about uh, Adam, it says that um, he he breathed God breathed life. Mm-hmm. What is that Hebrew or Greek word? What is it? Do you know what it is? It Says I breathed,
0: li-. he breathed life. Yes. Well, we
1: better have a look because. Um, I think it's plural. Lives. Uh, the breath of lives into you. Well, we better just I, check He breathed into Adam because. and Eve the breath of life, mm. but in the Hebrew and Greek, I believe it's a plural word. The
0: breath of lives. Well, we'll just check it out because we always have to. Breathe into his nostril right, the breath exactly of what life, we tell people.
1: and man became a living soul. I, I think it's plural, and then I'll tell you my thought about it once okay, we find out. Okay,
0: Genesis 2, verse 7. Okay, we've got to be absolutely right Toes. in what we share with Toes. all you lovely ladies. Makes... Okay, the breath of life. I'm looking it up in the Hebrew now, and yeah. it is the word, um, Kai. Is it plural? Life. Um, it doesn't say it's plural. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I just read a, a book. <laughs> yes. And it, just it talks said, that The alive, Breath of Life. Living. But is being. there another
1: word? Is It a, could be another there's word. There's another yeah. word. But and this they one, said it was is. plural. Mm. And when it said the breath of mm. life, when he breathed in the breath of life. Mm. And this one book said the breath of lives, because it wasn't mm. just for you to be a life, it was for you to be a life giver. It was an interesting mm. book. It was about. Um, a, it was actually a book encouraging people after miscarriage and abortion. Yes, and things like that. Yes, it could
0: be in another scripture. I'll have to look up yes, the word yes. and bring it
1: back another time. Talking
0: about life. See, this is the thing too that we have to see is that God's kingdom is a kingdom of life. God is all about life. Is who he is. He's the life giver. He's the one who, who gives life. No one else can give life. And of course, Satan hates this. You know why, ladies? because he can't give life. Satan has no power or capability of giving life. And so he is against life. He hates it. And that's why Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, I am come to give you life abundantly. But what does the devil do? He comes to rob, to kill and to destroy. Now, it's very interesting that there are three things mentioned there. A trio. And isn't this what Satan has today? The trio. He has a trio to stop life. Contraception, sterilization, and abortion. It is a trio of destruction to stop life. Now, of course, we... I know... I am sure each one of you listening today, you are totally against abortion. It horrifies you. But I, I think that a lot of us haven't quite got it yet that really contraception, sterilization and abortion are all the same thing. or oh, in different ways, of course, but they have the same motive, the same purpose to eliminate and destroy life. And, uh, in fact, abortion is really only the backup plan. Contraception is the very first thing on the mind of Satan, the devil, the one who comes to rob, kill, and destroy, because he wants to eliminate life as much as he possibly can. And if he can eliminate it through contraception, Wow, he's just won the great victory. Now, of course, many times it doesn't work. So then, okay, abortion is the backup plan. Now, I do feel, lovely ladies, until we really understand this as the people of God, I don't think that we can win the victory on the abortion issue. How can we win this victory for life when... So many Christians, and I know so many, are just doing it ignorantly. They they have not been educated or informed. They, they come to church faithfully, but no pastor gets up and teaches them the truth about this. This very, very powerful uh, truth that should be taught in all churches about life. And that when we contracept, we are stopping contracepting life from coming into the world we're stopping life we're stopping many times a life that God has intended to come forth and uh, I believe that one of the reasons why we are in such a place in our nation today where there is such a fight. There's a fight to hang on for righteousness and life and godliness. And then we have now the the, the socialists and the extreme feminists and leftists and progressives and, and really with often their communist agenda, which is against life, and we're trying to fight it, but wow are we really winning? We should have so many more to stand up as a voice against it, to vote against it, but we haven't got them. They're not here because God's people have stopped them coming into the world. They have stopped the godly seed. So we have eliminated the godly in the land. When God intends his people to... Fill the land. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Serena? Amazing. Sorry, you know,
1: I was listening and I was totally, I was actually being naughty and looking up that Hebrew word. Oh
0: yes, do, because we want to find out. The about Hebrew it.
1: word for life that I was talking about there is the chayim.
0: Chayim.
1: Yes, yes, it's that's hi-im. yes, that's hyem, that's
0: plural. Um, that contain- now, it wasn't in that scripture, but what is it? It will, could be in other scriptures, you see. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes.
0: Hyem Hi- Hi- uh, is the plural, definitely. Well, breath of life. Yes, They say the breath of life. Yeah, because when they have em on the end of a Hebrew word, it's plural. yes. So, so we, we've got to get that word, which were the scriptures, where that word well, is. Well, while you're finding that, let me just read you from Exodus 1. And mm-hmm. this is this is how it's meant to be. And this is talking about the children of Israel in Egypt. And it says in verse 7, And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty and the land was was filled with them. Dear ladies, this is the picture of how God intends the land to be filled with his people, the godly, giving glory to him, filling the land with his glory, just raising children filled with his spirit who will take his salvation and his truth and his justice into the land. This is God's plan. But we, have forfeited his plan, we have stopped his plan, all because of, well, many times selfishness, sometimes rebellion, but perhaps mostly ignorance. We have been, we have been educated with lies, and so we don't know the truth and we don't know God's plan. But oh, you know, if we want to win, we've got to multiply. Did you know that? Because God's principles, they never change. And the very first, well, it was God's first commandment, but it was also his first principle, uh, that the very first words he ever said to man were, well, before he said them, he did something. Do you know what he did? Before God spoke these words, he blessed Adam and Eve. He just poured out his blessing on them. And then he said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. But he didn't stop there. He went on to say, and subdue and take dominion. It is a progressive law of God that those who are fruitful are those who will subdue and take dominion. Dominion comes through fruitfulness, multiplying. And, and this picture we're reading here in Exodus chapter 1, how they, they waxed exceeding mighty because they filled the land. And in verse 9, the, the new Pharaoh said, Oh, goodness me, these people, the children of Israel, are more and mightier than we are. That's what a God intends for his people. Now we could be that if we had brought the children forth that God wanted us to, and raised them for Him. Just think of the thousands and millions of godly people filling the land, oh, with His joy and His love and His salvation and truth and justice—unbelievable! But then, of course, we know what happened. They were so scared of the people of God that they began to afflict them, and and uh, but. Verse twelve says, "The more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied, and grew, and uh, and so on, and so." This is how it's meant to be, and um, this is what God wants. So let's be who God intends us to be. I we are either on God's side, which is the kingdom of in His kingdom, which is the kingdom of life, or we're in. The devil's kingdom, which is a kingdom of death. If we stand for stopping life, can we say that we are in God's kingdom, which is a kingdom of life? There's only two kingdoms. One, the devil, who comes to rob, kill and destroy. And God's kingdom, which is a kingdom of life that loves life and wants to bring forth the godly seed. I love that. Oh, have you got some on your heart?
1: Oh, I'm just listening. And oh, enjoying. I'm
0: just thinking of Malachi chapter 2 where it's talking about marriage. And what does God say? They're the married couple. They come together. And then it says, and God uh, looks for, for, what does he look for in the marriage? Let's have a look at it. Let me read it. Probably here, Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament. Malachi, chapter two. You can most probably hear the pages of my Bible as I'm turning to it. Matthew, Malachi two. Yes, and it says uh, yes about the marriage, and then it says that uh, what does he want from this marriage? And then it goes on to say in verse 15, I look for a godly seed. There's that word zirah again, Mm. that word that is used for sperm and the word that's used for children. Most translations will say, I look for godly offspring or godly children. That's what God looks for from our coupling and joining together. Oh, he wants a godly offspring. He wants them to fill the world. And this is his plan. Let's not forfeit God's plan. Amen. Amen. Well, we're getting to the end of this session. So you want anything to say the end of this session? No, it's good. Okay, I'm going to pray. And I think we might need one more session. Okay, on this subject, Lord, we just thank you. We just thank you for your divine truths, they are so amazing. And Lord, you are allowing scientists to see more and more and more of your divine truths as, as we see and, and behold the glory of, of the baby in the womb. It's unbelievable. And Lord God, we pray that you will awaken us more and more mm-hmm. to stand for your truth. We pray that you'll awaken your people across this nation. You'll awaken your church. You'll awaken pastors and teachers. You'll awaken, yeah. Lord, every mm-hmm. God-fearing person to stand and be a voice in this nation, Lord God, against the murder. Oh, precious life that has been created in the divine image of God. Lord, help us not to be just, oh God, just, um, what is the word? To be uh, dumbed down, to be deceived, but Lord, to know the truth. We pray for your truth to come forth in a mighty way Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.